There's a boom. Akira. Yeah, what up? What up? What the heck is up, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, babies, animals, donkeys, dragons, carnivores, vegans, spacemen, space oddities? It's me, Akira. He's 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 got clout. Excuse me, what was that, doctor? He's got clout. Who are you talking about? Akira. Let's go. Oh, that guy. What about him? He's got clout. No shit. Okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well made, Dr. Peterson. Good points, well made. Marvelous. Shout out everybody looked in. What up, YouTube hero Alex, you bad motherfucker. Says, future so bright, need some oversized shades. That's real shit. This is, these are some hater blockers right here. Just in case, uh, well, just in case, man. You've got to be prepared in the eventuality. What up, Instagram? What about Pukeable? What about Ace Drones? What up, King of the Wasteland? What up, Captain Starbuck? What up, wife? Hey, my wife's out there. What up, what up, hot wife? Hey, what's up, YouTube? What up, Hero Zion? What up, Rock Ancestor? What up, a concentric naturalist? Jared, Teresa the Kid, Andrew Sazondu, Sammy Bo Selector was in first, like a bad motherfucker. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, hey, hey. What up? Uh, shouts out to the Mod Squad. What up, uh, Mod Squad? If you could distribute this stream on all channels, that would be beautiful. If you could drop down the Discord, if anyone out there could drop a tweet about this, I'll retweet it. I can't be, I can't compose a tweet right now. Guess why? Guess why? I'm communicating, communicating with you. You, King of the Wasteland, says digging the vest. Thank you very much. This is, uh, I'm wearing a vest. For those of you who are listening, I'm wearing a, what the British call a vest and what the Americans call a tank. And uh, it's got it's got ribs. It's got a rib cage on it because uh, that's how we get down. Let's go. Yes. 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 And indeed, yes. It's Thursday. It's Ask Akira. And uh, you know, first order of the day. First order of the day is well. Someone was asking about this in the chat. They were saying album. Eccentric naturalist said Genesis. Genesis. That's right. JBP wave. Genesis, the album, the album, it's done, it's complete, you just heard a tiny snippet of it, it's done, it's done, it's, uh, what is it, 13 tracks, it's over an hour long, it's an album, it's the album of the year, I would say it might be the album of the decade, it's a fucking masterpiece, it's a fucking masterpiece, hey, if I do say so myself, produced entirely by myself, entirely, by myself, mastered by the mighty Gogs Gordon. Ooh, just making this shit sound so sparkly. It's just that final, final layer of fucking glory. And uh, yeah, it's a fucking masterpiece. And uh, I will tell you, this album is. Uh, I would like to thank Rebel Wisdom because the uh, the idea came from Rebel Wisdom. The idea came from David, fully David, David Fulham, who's a bad motherfucker. He was saying, "Yo." We were talking, and he was like, oh, I saw J J JBP, and like, uh, he saw him live, and he was like, basically, he, was con he had this concern. He's very, he's like, really about phase shifting into the future, right? He's all about taking it to the next level, and he was like, yo, I went to see him live, and he was talking about a lot of the same stuff I've talked seen him talk about before, and, you know, I've, I've heard these, these things, and it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, because guess what? Guess what? No, a lot of people hadn't heard of these things. Like, you only heard of these things, like, last September, and you know what I mean? It's like, some of us are here in the future. Some of us have been on this way for a while, but everyone isn't. And uh, the good Dr. Peterson is out there on tour taking these messages to as many people as possible. And I realized, oh shit, it is my duty. It is my duty to take these core messages, some of which have been in, in JBP waves and some of which haven't. 
but put them into glorious, uh, joyfully digestible, uh, three, four, five minute pop song format so that they may exist in the whole world. And yes, yes, Jordan Maxim, will I be able to get it on iTunes? You will. You will. You will. That's the fact. That's part of the point as well. It's like, go. Like, the JBP waves, the original, the long-form things, you could basically listen to those motherfuckers on YouTube. I have been testing the YouTube Premium app. YouTube Premium app lets you listen to uh, YouTube on your phone while other apps are open. It's pretty good. It's good for that. But you can't skip forward or backward 15 seconds, 30 seconds, none of that shit. It's very annoying in that regard. You can't jump to timestamps and easy, and easy things. So basically, the YouTube format is still no good for like, you know, when being in the gym, driving around, doing anything that involves any kind of like uh, freedom in that regard. So therefore, Spotify and things like that are important mediums. So it was important that I got this stuff into a format that would work, that would work on Spotify, that would work on iTunes and all these things. So what we have is JBP Wave Genesis. That's what it's called. It's called Genesis. Genesis, because that's what it is, because it's the foundational ideas, it's the foundational ideas of mankind, it's the beginning, it's the dawn. This is just the beginning, ladies and gentlemen, As we've got, because uh, we, we really are just at the uh, beginning stage of humanity as a species. We're in the uh, chrysalis stage right now, and uh, we're headed towards butterfly town, right? It's about to be butterfly season. All right, that's where we're heading, and what we're all doing together here is uh, you know make, working on that chrysalis thing so we can get into butterfly season. I'm working on that. You're working on that. We're working on it together. That's what we're up to. And uh, you know I'm proud to be here and a part of this. And I, I'm very very grateful that you're here with me. What up Instagram? What up YouTube? What up everybody? And uh, yes, that's what's up. So uh, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. JBP wave the album tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, the big question is, uh, what time should we release it? What time should we release it? What time should we release it? I'm in Los Angeles. It's PST. What time should we release it tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen? Should we release it at midnight? As in midnight tonight, basically, so that it's uh, midnight PST. Should we do that? Uh, my issue with that is I'll be DJing at that point, so uh, I won't be able to like, hang out with you. Should we release it like first thing in the morning tomorrow? Should we release it tomorrow lunchtime? What Akira. Time? What time? Akira. JT9621 says 8.88. 8.88. King of the Wasteland says 6 in the morning. Eccentric Naturalist says 5 a.m. Happy Slatty Bartfast says yo, yo, bro. That's not a time. Carl Wiggum says 12 noon. One hour for every rule. Ah, that's nice. I like that. I like that. Mo says, early, I work cleaning pools, listening to your work. Yo, Mo, you bad motherfucker. Shout out to you. That's awesome. Uh, pool cleaning is incredibly important and useful. I have a pool now. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. These guys clean it. It's joyful. Sometimes I clean it. I go around with the net. I fish out leaves. Yes. Yes. Eccentric naturalist, first thing in the morning. We've got work at noon and we're going to need that shit to get through. Yeah. 4.20 a.m. says happy slot party fast. Major Tom says 69 o'clock. Hmm, hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, we will, uh, we'll make a decision over the course of this broadcast. Over the course of this broadcast, we'll make a decision. And, uh, yes, that will be, that will be good. It'll be marvelous. Oh, hey, did, um, did Sir Peppers send over the questions? Yes, he did. 
Thank you, Sir Peppers, you bad man. Sent over uh, questions. So we can read questions. This is marvelous. This is questions that have been submitted in advance. In advance. Questions have been submitted. That's a dope thing. And you can also be asking them live. That's cool. And, um, yeah, we're about that life. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yo. Well. 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 Oh, hey, here's a thing, by the way. People have been messaging me about this a lot. Yes, it's true. Joe Rogan did retweet me this week. Joe Rogan did retweet you, boy. We got the Rogan retweet. And uh, that was... Uh, what was that a retweet of? That was a retweet of my viral tweet about um, MySpace. <laughs> if you didn't see it, I tweeted something about uh, a picture of Tom MySpace and was like, oh, sweet, sweet smiling Tom. Never deleted a post. Never suspended an account. Never rearranged a timeline. You gave us everything and we forsook you. And that was a very popular post. Um, last time I checked, which was a day or so ago, it had done over 100,000 likes on Twitter and, I don't know, 60,000 retweets or something and 8 million impressions. It was very popular because nostalgia is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. And uh, anyway, that ended up retweeted by Dr. Joseph Rogan. So that's one step closer to uh, getting him to uh, hear I Don't Want to Hear That and uh, getting it on Spotify. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not putting things on Spotify without the permission of the person who is able to give permission. If I'm, if I'm sampling someone, I need to get their, their permission if they can give it themselves. And uh, yeah, so, so someone asked me if um, this morning, do you, does uh, Peterson uh, allow you, give permission for you to use his voice and uh yes he does actually yes he does yes he does because he's a bad motherfucker uh i just got an email off uh, his wife just now by the way so yeah locked in locked in captain hawker asks a great question which a few people have asking me what do we do if we can't afford to eat steak every day well that's a great question because uh, and this is in relation to the fact that i'm on this carnivore diet i've only eaten i've eaten nothing i've only eaten meat basically since february and uh, this has been a mighty thing in my life. I realized, uh, I think, yeah, there's just a bunch of stuff. I keep remembering things. It's fixed, right? So uh, it fixed my, my depression. I used to get like a period once a month. I'd be like mad depressed for three days. I don't know why. That hasn't happened since. Uh, I used to have this psoriasis shit on my head. That's gone. I used to get like ulcers all up in my face. That's gone. I used to have bleeding gums, my wife reminded me, like quite bad. That's also gone. Um, yeah, I don't get acid reflux anymore. I used to get that really badly. Although that, um, that I was able to mostly cure by removing wheat from my diet. This is what started me on this whole journey, right? I used to get acid reflux. I used to get acid in my stomach so bad I would wake up in the middle of the night, like vomiting and in agony, agony, absolute fucking agony, right? And uh, I went to the doctor and the doctor was like, oh yeah, there's not much we can do about that really. Uh, there's some drugs you could take that might help a bit. I was like, really? Really? Really, doctor? 
Okay, Doctor. And uh, then a little while, like, it took me a while. I did some experimenting, and I basically, like, I got led down the path of experimenting with diet, and I removed, like, bread and pasta from my diet, and I used to eat a lot of that. That's basically poor person food. I used to eat a lot of that. That's surf food. And uh, fucking immediately it fixed it. It used to be that I couldn't drink champagne, right? I would a, t- a tiny splash of champagne, I'd be in fucking agony. That weekend I went to a wedding, and I drank my fucking body weight in champagne, and it didn't hurt. It was amazing. So anyway, in it, back to the question. The question is, uh, how do you, if you can't afford to eat steak every day, what do you do? Well, one, steak can be more affordable than you think if you're smart about it and if you shop around. And if you're in America, uh, there's a couple supermarkets where you can get it for like five bucks a pound. Uh, you can look that shit up. People be Ralph's be doing deals quite often. Ralph's was a couple of weeks ago doing these deals where it was like four ninety nine for a fucking giant ass steak. So. Look around for deals, then when it happens, stock the fuck up. There is also ground beef. You can get ground beef, like, pretty cheap, and you can turn that shit into burgers. You can eat that. You can get, like, tri-tip. You can get different cuts of beef that are, like, less expensive than steak. So, like, but here's the thing, and people, like, forget this. If you're not buying random crap, if you're only eating steak and drinking water, that means you're not buying fucking Pepsi. means you're not buying random bags of chips. It means you're not buying all sorts of stuff, and that shit can actually add up, right? So if you're not buying other unnecessary stuff, and here's the thing, right? I this is another I, I tweeted about this yesterday, and it and it was is gone up, started going. Right. But um, once you do this, once you remove the things from you, once you work out what food works for you, right? It's like a fuck. It's like the Ark of the Covenant. It's like a fucking. It's like the fountain of youth because you feel so good. You just walk around feeling good. You feel so good. It's it's fucking superpowers for everyone, man. And then you're like, shit. Once you're like, oh, shit. Once you realize that what you're actually doing on a day-to-day basis is actively poisoning yourself, and once you stop actively poisoning yourself, you feel so good, baby, that, like, even if it costs a bit more and it's, like, it's fucking worth it, it's worth it. If it means that, like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to spend money on, on, like, steak and not, I don't know, anything else. Anything else, the foundation of your life is the most important thing, motherfucker. Shit. It, like, the ability to go out there and feel amazing on a day-to-day basis, surely, surely that's worth it. Whatever sacrifice you have to make. Maybe work harder. Maybe get another job. Like, aim, to, aim for a job where, like, aim to live, right, so that you can fucking eat steak every day. That's what I'm doing. I'm not quite at the point where I can afford the best steak every day. I had ground beef yesterday. Like, uh... You know, I'm fucking working on it. But that's a goal, man. That's a goal. A goal. The goal to eat steak every day and feel like a god. Akira. He's got clout. Yes, that's true as well. That's fucking true. Let me have a look in the YouTube chat room. What up, Instagram? I can see you guys scrolling away. Captain Hawker says, good points. That's my goal. Proud of you. What up, Faith Berlin? You bad motherfucker, you. Hey, slarty barty fast. I like it that there's people in both Instagram and YouTube at the same time. That's very impressive. Very impressive. Um, hey, James V, I need a way on uh, of seeing the chat room on YouTube like bigger than I'm currently seeing it. Anyway, uh, oh yeah, someone asked, how about veggies? Yeah, how about veggies? How about veggies? In my experience, this is just me. This is what I'm saying. You've got to find what works for you. But for me, I eat vegetables. It fucks up my insides and like... I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, vegetables just don't work for me. I don't know why. Do you eat almond butter? I eat steak 
man. Steak and meaning. That's me. Steak and meaning. Water. Uh, the odd tequila. Bow, 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 bow. That's what's up. That's it. That's like, you know, life is as kind as you let it be. And like the simpler you, you make life, the, the better I find. So yeah. Uh, YouTube hero. Right. Someone says, is Genesis JBB7? No. No, it's not, actually. It's not. It's not. YouTube hero Alex, you bad motherfucking mod you, he, t- he said in the chat that Genesis is JBP7. It's not. It's not even slightly. JBP7 is a whole other fucking barrel of uh, piranha. And that'll be coming soon. Yo, but JB- JBP uh, Genesis is an album. It's very different to the JBP Wave series. JBP Wave, the series, that tends to be like a, a big, long, flowing mix. And it'll maybe take one big idea and maneuver it over the course of a whole bunch of uh, of, of moments and, and wave shit. Uh, JBP Genesis, JBP Wave Genesis, that's an album, album, 13 distinct songs. You could play it in any, you could rearrange the order if you want. You could play one bit of it and ignore the rest. It's a fucking album, baby. It's album. It's for my gym boys. It's, uh, it's, it's for my people in the gym. It's for my people in the shops. It's for my people on, like, it's for, it's for, it's for your life, man. It's for your life. All right. It's to improve your life. Powering through Venison Squad. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, King of the Wasteland says, you do need to poop, ha, ha, ha. Yes, you do. I'm glad you pointed that out. And, uh, yeah. What up, Primal Movers, you fucking G? What about Airborne Ghost? Uh, yo, 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 yo. Major Tom says, this is, is this a Q&A? <laughs> I feel that every week I answer less questions. And, uh, yo, whatever. We, we out here. I'm just happy to be here, man. I'm just happy to be here. It's a beautiful day to be alive. And, uh, yes, 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 yes. Pengi329, do you ignore the person struggling? I don't understand the question. I try not to. Uh... Yeah, eccentric naturalist says, imagine what an awful world this would be if Akira had decided to have a bowl of cereal and a nap instead of making the first JBP wave. That's some real shit though, right? Because this all happened because I came back from the club one night and I put on YouTube on the projector and uh, that one speech that came on and I was like, oh shit, I should make that into a song and I made Be a Plumber, right? It could have been that instead of that happening, I went to an after party that night and got fucking trolleyed and woke up in a skip. That could have happened. That used to happen. I've woken up in many skips. Many skips over the years. And, uh, yeah, what up, Doug? GMI says, don't you rock? I appreciate you. That's literally what I've done, right? So since February, I have, I have been in the zone and I've not left. So that means I seem to be getting, like, exponentially better and things get exponentially more meaningful because meaning is the wave and meaning is the foundation and meaning is the motivation and, and if if you need motivation in your life that means you haven't found the meaning yet so that means go find the meaning because you don't need motivation if you've got the meaning i don't need a reason to fucking get up i got it and uh yeah and once you're in that fucking tunnel once you it's it's like uh what's that what is it when you're like sonic and sega all stars racing there's that thing where like you're like bombing along and you pick up like a gold thing and it suddenly makes you amazing and you could destroy all enemies and you go five times as fast and it's just like you get faster and faster it's just like that man so i would say find the meaning get into the zone refuse to leave ragnar says what up akira if you could live in any ancient civilization what would it be that's a great question. I think I would, um, I don't know, maybe uh, the Atlanteans, the Atlanteans, 
the Atlanteans. Yeah, maybe the Atlanteans. Those those uh, those noble folk of whom Plato spoke. Those people who uh, built the pyramids. Those people who told the Egyptians taught the Egyptians what the fuck was up. Those those bad motherfuckers who got wiped out by the flood. Yeah, those guys. I don't know much about them. Neither do you. Nobody does. I mean, they might not even exist, which makes it more interesting, way more interesting. And uh, you know, those motherfuckers uh, were, according to some, lifting shit with trumpets. Man, lifting shit with trumpets. I went through a period of like sort of being into that whole Atlantis thing and all that. Um, what's his name? Colin. Colin. Uh, oh fuck, I forget his name. I used to read all these Graham Hancock books and. Uh, Oh, Colin, he wrote From Atlantics to the Sphinx. It's a fucking wonderful book. I would really recommend it. And, uh, you know, it's all about the whole idea that uh, the Sphinx has got water erosion all over it, which suggests that it was underwater. And But the last time that that area was underwater was like, what was it, 100,000 years ago, which means it was built before then, and this, that, and the other. And the stuff about the Giza, the pyramids in Giza, and like all the, all the holes in them and shit. And if the sun comes through the, the tunnels, then it reflects in such a way that maps the stars. And exact, but if you do a computer model, then the point that the stars were in that exact alignment was actually like 150,000 years ago rather than when we think the thing, things were built. Shit like that. Shit of that nature. And then that leads into areas where it's like, uh, they're like, working. well, how'd they fucking build these things? And then there's all this idea of like the, what was it? The pyramids of Giza being like a fucking, like a, a power plant. And uh, they used like trumpets to like do sonic shit, which moved stuff around and shit like that. So anyway, <laughs> I would go there. That sounds like a good civilization to be a part of frankly i would be interested in hanging out with those dudes and like moving shit by blowing trumpets so yes 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 and you know like i've said this is uh we're in this new era and we're going to start thinking about these things again because no one's been thinking about these things that much for the past seven years we got very like real world think about it like um when was when was when was your boy rogan doing all his like conspiracy stuff he's like so off that now and a lot of people are like, oh, you so they got to you, Joe Rogan. You sold out your shill. Like, the CIA got to Rogan. It's like, nah. I've seen a lot of people go from conspiratorial thinking to uh, real-world thinking. Because that's, that's what the culture has done over the past seven years. And, you know, a lot, a lot of conspiracy stuff got shown up to be uh, untrue. A lot of it did not, however. Whenever people are like to me, they're like, yo, carry the Don. And I, by the way, I don't know nothing about... I like... The, uh, like the big, the idea of a big conspiracy theory, say the moon landings, like ah, oh, not that many people could not have uh, kept a secret. Impossible. All I have to say to those people is Jimmy Savile. That's it. Seems kind of gross to put her on applause after those words. But uh, my point on that is that uh, there was a massive conspiracy to keep that motherfucker's evil under wraps. Like, and they really did successfully keep that motherfucker's evil under wraps thousands of people who knew what he was up to over the course of decades at the BBC they kept that shit hidden he was doing that shit in fucking blatantly out in front of people and once you once you find out what he did and you watch old episodes of Top of the Pops it's really fucked up because he's there fucking groping on children like obviously groping on children it's fucking creepy and the fucking producers knew what he was doing the people who were employing him knew what he was doing so the idea that a that a, a lot of people cannot keep something under wraps it has been proven to be ludicrous so uh, yeah anyway Whatever though, we're, we're getting the uh, <laughs> yeah, 
the new psychedelic renaissance part of that does involve people starting to look into mental crazy subjects again but i think that that's going to happen with um it's going to have a new kind of scientific rigor applied to it like people are going to be looking at things in like in a sort of conspiratorial fashion or whatever, or they're going to be looking at deep concepts, but they're going to be approaching it way more rigorously than they did last time. Because last time it was when the internet was first happening, people were getting a load of these ideas as downloads for the first time. It was like, whoa, fuck, that crazy thing might have happened, that crazy thing might have happened, whoa, 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 whoa. This time it's going to be a lot more rigorous and it's going to be a lot more useful to humanity as a whole, I believe. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up? King of the Wasteland says the seven wonders of the world are always interesting. Especially the hanging gardens. No one knows how it was done. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All this shit, man. There's big questions out there. There's big questions, and we're going to be answering them. We're going to be answering them. Dan Bouvier says, new subscriber, just saying thanks, man. Yo, welcome. Very happy to have you here. Um, very appreciative of you being here. And uh, yeah, welcome, man. Hang out. Join the Discord. We have a wonderful Discord. It's got a wonderful community in it. It's got a really good meme channel. I pop in there and like, I, I really miss, uh, there used to be this group on Facebook called Dank Memes Gang, and uh, it got shut down. And I used to go there every morning and laugh my dick off. I wake up, go Dank Memes Gang, laugh my dick off. Laughing your dick off is a wonderful way to start the day, by the way. It's like, uh, some people, like, they start the day, they look, at the new, they look at the news, they go to the toilet, they take a shit, they look at a news feed, fill their head with a load of weird shit, a load of other people's agendas, a load of creepy shit, right? It's not a good way to start the day. But a good way to start the day used to be going to the Dank Memes Gang Facebook group and looking at a load of dank memes and laughing your dick off. That's a good foundation for your day, man. A foundation of joy uh, and joy at the kind of absurdity of existence as well. It's, it's, it's a good foundation. It's a good foundation because then, uh, you know, the absurdity of life will attack you throughout the day. And it's like, yeah, I've already laughed at you once today, motherfucker. You think I'm going to get upset now? You think after I've already laughed... That's some dark, ridiculous shit. Like, whatever you've got to offer me is going is to fuck with me. No! 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 Because I began my day from a foundation of joy and strength. So anyway, uh, I really miss the Dank Memes Gang Facebook group, but uh, the, the meme section on the Akira the Don Discord is wonderful. It's truly wonderful, and it's really growing into it, and I think it's like, I think it could be as good as, if not better than, the Dank Memes Gang meme channel soon. So everyone who's out there, everyone who's on the Discord, I appreciate what you're fucking doing. I really do, and I love seeing you. They've, it was really beautiful, right? Last week we were in here, and for whatever reason, the idea of uh, having a channel on the Discord where people could, uh, you know, help each other to improve came to being and i was like yo mod squad set up a channel called the path and they fucking did it was instantly done instantly done mod squad set up a channel called the path and now there's a gang of people in this channel on the discord called the path and they're all like basically highlighting how they're going to want to improve and things they're going to do and then they're buddying up and helping each other and holding each other to uh, account so it's like yo someone says i'm going to post a paint do a painting every day and then everyone's holding them to account going all right let's see your painting today and then they're like they're like showing their painting it's fucking dope man it's dope 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 hey shout out to everyone dropping waves in the instagram appreciate you shout out to everybody over here on youtube 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 uh yeah join the discord the link is in the video description or at least it should be oh maybe it isn't okay um could someone post it in the chat post it in the chat yeah there you go all right speaking of the chat let's have a look at the chat um what's going on chat how you doing how you doing 
I'm Akira the Don. Shout out YouTube hero Alex. He's just doing a wonderful mod job. Wonderful job, mod job. So the next JBP album is Genesis. Not a seventh wave edition. Will there be a seventh wave edition? Or does the start of phase two mean the start of solo albums like Genesis? There's a good question. Good question. Well... We're in phase two now. What that means is like a, a massive ramp up in productivity, a massive ramp up in quality. It means a massive ramp up in a cross-platform attack. It means I'm creating albums so that you can listen to those on Spotify and the gym. But it does not mean I've abandoned the uh, long-form wave format. No, it doesn't. Doesn't doesn't mean that at all. JBP Wave Seven is a thing. It's underway. Also, I've been working on that. That's uh, just fucking ludicrous. What it, what it is, right, is for, for the ideas on uh, JBP Wave 7 to make sense and for the journey to make sense, then you need the foundation of Genesis. You need that foundation. You can't build a house on swampland. You can't build a house on a cloud, brothers and sisters. Right? You've got to have the foundation. You've got to have the Genesis foundation. That's some real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King of the Wasteland says, I do have to say the live stream genuinely brightens up my week, dude. Cheers. Yeah, I appreciate you. I was thinking of doing like a daily one. And I did a poll. Uh, I did a poll on my community page on YouTube. And uh, actually, like, 70% of people were like, nah, once a week's cool, fam. Like, a bunch of people wanted, like, one every three days or three times a week. But, like, most people were like, nah, once a week is cool. So, all right, once a week is cool, YouTube. I got you, baby. I got you. I got you. Not your problem. It says, dude, how about a concert? I would love to smoke and attend your concert. Yeah, I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about how... Because it's getting to the point, we're getting there, we're building critical mass. Once there's enough of you bad motherfuckers out there, we're going to start having fucking gigs. We're going to have festivals. It's going to be sick, okay? It's going to be sick. And I've been thinking about how that would work, and I've started to get some exciting ideas together. So, yeah, there will be. We're, once there's enough of you, like, I can see where you live and shit like that. Well, I can't. Like, Spotify says there's X amount of people in this city and stuff like that. So it's like, once that's enough, we'll start doing a tour, um, like... And uh, I want to do festival, all this shit. Like, think about this, right? Think about a Meaning Wave festival, right? And um, me and my favorite, like, lo-fi and other such artists are playing. And then special guest speakers come out and, like, do live talks over music and shit like that. It'd be lit. It'd be lit. Uh, 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 uh. Yo, Eccentric Naturalist says Meaning Fest 2019. Yeah, or... Um, well, this was Comic Book Girl 19's idea. Meaning rave. <laughs> meaning rave. Yes. Meaning rave. Meaning rave. Uh, in the meanwhile, you know, I'm the best DJ in LA, and you can, if you're in LA, you can come see me throw down. Now, I, I'm not usually playing meaning wave stuff. I'm normally paying because I'm in the club, and motherfuckers don't want, like, they don't even know. It's funny, right? I'll be in the club, I'll be DJing, and people are like, people think I am because I am they're like this is the best DJ alive this is the best DJ in LA da 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 and then sometimes they're like holy fucking shit I heard your music it's, it's insane or sometimes they're like oh my god I had no idea you were the guy who did Meaning Wave or whatever like people it's like two different worlds but yo if you're in LA I'll be in LA DJing all the fucking time I just did my first gig of five in a row last night I'm going to be DJing at Madame Siam tonight and tomorrow no vacancy on Saturday I'm going to be at Good Times at Davey Wayne's on Sunday yo 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 so um yeah, Andrew Bernard, you didn't answer about the young wave, but in the meantime, I'll gather some clips. Yeah, here's the thing, right? Like, the YouTube chat moves real fast. I have a little window. I don't. I literally see like two percent of the YouTube chat. I see it if you do a super chat. That's what super chat's for. So if you do a super chat, then it's pinned. Then I see it. But otherwise, it just fucking goes really fast. So I don't see it. Uh, young though, young. Uh, yeah, forever young, man. Forever young. That's on my list. Forever young. Forever young. 
forever young. I want to be forever young. Synapsion, why aren't you at Burning Man? Because I'm here. I'm here fucking being hyperproductive. Batman, I mean, I'd love to go to Burning Man. I really would. And uh, a lot of my homies go to Burning Man. But it's like, going to Burning Man, that's, that's a week out of your life or two weeks or another week recovering. I would go, I would go, yo, someone actually said to me that they're, uh, they're taking a fucking a wagon or a tank or some shit and they're going to be playing Meaning Wave. So they're going to be taking it and putting it next to like some of the big uh, like sound systems and then between... Like, once they have, like, a big DJ or whatever, then they're going to be playing Meaning Wave while people fucking recover or whatever. But that's fucking fly. And, you know, I'd like to do that sometime. Someone wants to hook that up. Fucking down. Down. BK Dean, do you wait for inspiration to make tunes or work even when you don't really feel like it? That's a good question. And this is part of what the, the whole fucking flow thing, right? Right, um... It used to be the case that sometimes... I mean, I've always been good at geeing myself up, but it used to be the case that sometimes, yeah, I'll be like, oh, fuck, I don't feel like it, or, or uh, oh, I don't know, I'm not inspired right at this second. However, since February, since the great, the great meaningful um, promise to myself that I would release three things a week, that I would just fucking stay on the wave and not get off, hasn't been a problem. Hasn't been a problem. Not a problem. I don't, I, inspiration is always there, literally always there, literally, I could, right now, I could make something amazing, right at the second, easily, like, it's just always fucking there, honestly, it's fucking magic, it's a fucking superpower, I honestly, 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 think everyone should try it, everyone should try it, get in the zone and don't leave, and just, just watch what fucking magical shit happens in your life, it's fucking mental, uh, shout out, not your problem, thank you for the super chat, he says, do you have a website where people can find out where you're playing on a certain night, love your music, yeah, I do, actually, it's called akirathedon.com, akirathedon.com has actually got a gig section, you can see where I'm playing, um, right now, it's just got the, the next week's gigs, I need to add gigs for the rest of the, for the next month, but you can see the next week, you can see where I am, it's also on my Facebook page, I have a Facebook page. I fucking hate Facebook. It is my least favorite of all the social media. But I am there because it's important, you know, to, to engage with the world. Even aspects of it that you find um, weird and <laughs> creepy. <laughs> like Facebook. But, you know, shouts out to all my homies on Facebook. I love, I love people out there. I don't love for those people. I don't, I don't judge you just because you're on Facebook. <laughs> but yeah, the, you, can see, you can see my gig diary on Facebook. And, you know, come out. Say hi. It's nice when people do. And, uh, yeah. I would love to see Bob Guff Guju says do you love me yeah I love you hell yeah I love you hell yeah I love you I got love for you who's 42 says you're gonna do more collaborations with comic book girl 19 yeah I am definitely am definitely am uh, the first one she was a joy to work with and uh, she's really really hyped about the next one and yeah it was really sweet I gotta put this video up she did a live stream and like she talked quite a bit and she sent me the video after she talked quite a bit how basically like the June wave thing was like the best thing that had happened in her life like all year or some shit and she'd gone through she'd been having a pro like a, a hard time with content creation and stuff and the June wave project was just like the easiest and most joyful thing she'd, she'd done so you know that was dope and it's good because you that shit comes through the feeling comes through and I really love that June wave project as like a fan as a fan from the outside I love listening to it it's some of my favorite shit so definitely Definitely. Peter Wensky says Bandcamp will send weekly emails about Akira's gigs as well. Really? I had no idea. I had no idea that it did that. So, there you go. 
Awesome. Uh, oh, no, Bands in Town, not Bandcamp. Yeah, there you go, Bands in Town. It's true, I'm on Bands in Town. If you sign up for that, it'll tell you where I'm at, what's going on. So, uh, yes, yes, I should answer some more of the questions that were submitted in advance. I really should. I haven't answered any, I don't think. All right, question, good question coming up. What kind of road sign do you think the viral nature of that MySpace tweet is? We spoke about this earlier. I think it signals that we all recognize that censorship is real and needs to be addressed. Makes me reflect the optimism you had in that Rebel Wisdom interview. Thank you. Now, I noticed two things about that MySpace tweet. The tweet, just to, just to recap, it was a picture of, uh, of MySpace Tom, and it said, Sweet smiling Tom. Never, never took down a post. Never suspended a profile. Never rearranged a timeline. He gave us everything. And we forsook you. Forsake, forsook you. Forsook you? One of those. <laughs> By the way, I spent about fucking 30 minutes wondering what the past tense of forsook was. Forsake, forsook. Anyway, forsook. And uh, yeah, well, the road sign it is, the viral nature of it is this. It's a bit like Scott Adams' two movies on one screen theory, because I saw it rampaging across Twitter. It's kind of interesting when you have a viral tweet, you see it rampage across Twitter, you see it go through different communities. So I saw it hit uh, meme Twitter, and um, some black guy retweeted it, and all the sort of like uh, slightly edgelordy meme guys were talking on the thread. And then I saw it hit uh, like lefty Twitter, and I saw it hit uh, alt right Twitter, and I saw it hit new right Twitter. And I saw it hit black Twitter, and that was funny because uh, everyone was started just like LOLing for soak, and then like arguing with each other about the legitimacy of the language involved, and <laughs> it was very funny. Um, yeah, what I saw was the tweet resonated with everybody, and everyone thought it was for them. So the uh, the free speech guys thought it was for them, and uh, the uh, the kind of like the the alt left people thought it was for them. It was one of the, It was just one of those things, that, and everyone saw themselves in it. And uh, some people were like, "Oh yeah, this wonderful time when you know you had, you had your own MySpace, and it was just your song on there, and you didn't have to. It wasn't all about politics, and you had your six homies, and da 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 da." And some people were like, "Oh, the time when like, like you know you could you could swear all you wanted and be horrible, and no one cared." And basically, everyone saw themselves in it. And uh, like nostalgia is a hell of a drug, man. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Like I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten how fucking terrible MySpace had gotten by the end. I had to remind myself, because I left MySpace in like 2011 or some shit, like, and I, I deleted it. I was like, fuck this. It had gotten so bad, I had to delete the app. Because the fucking spam was so terrible, you couldn't log into it without like just terrible spam. It was unusable. But like the rose-tinted glasses, I'm wearing some right now, because I love the world in this color. Um, you just remember the good shit, and you just think about the bad shit of now. Right now, is, today is the best day to be alive in recorded human history, ladies and gentlemen. It's the best it's ever been. And, uh, but that doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean that it's not going to be even better tomorrow, because it is, it is, it is, it is. But uh, yeah, the road sign, you know, we, we're just thinking about shit, man. We've got to the point now where the internet, is, it, there's nostalgia in the internet. The internet was a nostalgia machine. Jaron Lanier makes an argument that culture stopped with the internet. And once the internet was born, people just remixed culture. His argument, he argues that there have been no, no musical genres of significance invented since the internet. That uh, after the internet, you know, when the internet came along, you already had hip hop, you already had dance music, you already had rock, you had all these things. And everything that's come since is a remix of those things or as bootlegs of those things. 
he says the same about like art and movies and everything ever since the internet has just been a remix i kind of i see what it, i see i see merit in that argument but I, I think that argument misses something and uh part of what that misses is just that the the tools of of creation were handed over to the mass with the internet so therefore the initial experiments with those tools of creation were uh, were done in that fashion because everybody it wasn't a case that back in the day you used to have to get really 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 good at a thing before you could really anyone to hear it really be like right i make knives gonna be the best knife guy in the fucking world internet comes along and it's like you can watch youtube on someone show you how to make a knife what you how to make a knife like i i've got making a knife boom i make knives here's a video of me making knives boom suddenly there's a fucking million knife knife guys out there but uh, what happens is, like, you know, then you get, like, weird movements in knife creations. And it take, it's a bit slower, maybe, in one way. It's, it's, well, it's slower than, you're not seeing, the way you're seeing it is slower. But suddenly, after 10 years, knives are different, man. It's a different knife because of that process. And that's what we're seeing with the internet. Everyone's involved now in the creation. And uh, therefore, uh, new stuff is happening. But it's just happening in this fucking crazy, crazy... Uh, steam fashion a million ideas popping off all at once it's not the slow trickle of the river it's the fucking firing off in every direction all at once that's what's going on and uh we're gonna start start really seeing that shortly we're gonna really we're seeing it now but yeah that's what it signifies because now we're at the point of time where the internet is nostalgic there's nostalgia within the internet itself and that means uh the newness is is happening the newness is coming phase shift cometh ladies and gentlemen is butterfly season Butterfly season is upon us. Yo, buckle up, buckle up. There's a nice birth, and that's a very good point. Artful Snacker, thoughts about Comicsgate and the rise of indie comics? That's a good question. Yo, people be like, people send me messages once in a while, like, oh, do you know about this, that, and the other? I know, man. I'm paying attention to everything. I'm paying attention to everything. I fucking promise you. I promise you. And uh, Mitch Brettweiser sent me a tweet, and he was like, uh, I got this song, Golden Age, and he's like, oh, I love this song. And uh, by the way, like, I got this comic coming up called Golden Age, and it's like part of this movement, and da-da-da, you might know. And I just replied, yeah, man, shouts out to the Howard Council all day long. And they were like, whoa, how you know that? I know, man, I know what the fuck is up. And as far as that, well, yeah, that's uh, what's happening there, by the way, if you don't know, is that there's a whole bunch of people making comics and releasing them by Indiegogo at the moment, and they're making loads of money. Like lots of this, like people, people are crowdfunding really big campaigns right now, and what's happened is, is a bunch of people have kind of essentially been kicked out of the uh, the mainstream comics industry for not falling in in line with uh, groupthink. Like the uh, Ethan Van Scriver, who Green Lantern guy, and he illustrated part of New X Men with Grant Morrison and stuff. Like legend, bad motherfucker, legendary motherfucker. You basically kind of got like fucking forced out of the comics industry for. Uh, having the tenacity to uh to have voted trump <laughs> like basically and i that's basically it so they're like well fuck this guy then doesn't matter how good he is or whatever he's a fucking he's he's a nancy or whatever the fuck and um they were fucking re- they just hounding this guy on twitter and just being really horrible to this guy akira and um that was weird so he basically like said i fuck you guys and set up his, uh, set his i'm gonna do, he did a comic in the 90s called Cyberfrog, and he's relaunched that and he did a he did a an indiegogo and raised half a million dollars over half a million dollars on one comic <laughs> you know and um the comics industry's fuck, fucked right now well the mainstream comics industry's fucked um 
it's having lots of trouble. People are abandoning it. Comic shops are fucking shutting down everywhere, and like you you could be like, well, that happens at bookstores. It's just it's Amazon and shit. Well, but people just aren't buying them on Amazon either. It's not like people are buying millions of copies of these things on Amazon. And uh, what's happened is is that like people uh, ideology has taken over, and if you don't subscribe to the ideology, you're kind of not allowed in the gang. And it's become this kind of really creepy thing. And as what always happens, like people who've pointed this out are accused of actual being actual fascists. And like just fucking massive hate campaigns are run against these people. And um, it's crazy. It's what's happened in every industry. It's happened in every single industry. But uh, what's funny about the way it's happened in the comics thing is that the, the reaction was to go, all right, we'll make our own industry. So they're doing that. And thus far, it seems to be very successful. And, uh, you know, I'm watching the whole thing with interest. And uh, I like a lot of those guys. I mean, I don't know. I don't know all of them or whatever. Or, uh, I, you know, I fuck with Ethan Van Scriver. He's a very funny guy. He's a very entertaining guy. He runs a very funny YouTube. And, uh, yeah. And he's a great artist. So that's my thoughts on that. Basically, the fucking the mind virus, the, the, the sort of postmodern, um, post, post-fact mind virus infiltrated the comics industry and is destroying it it's fucking destroying it but then a bunch of people are setting up a new one so and also it's worth bearing in mind the whole web comics thing like web comics have been massive for a long time and web comics uh as far as i can tell they reflect all school schools of thought like if you're like a rabid um leftist there are comics for you if you're a, a rabid rightist is that a thing there are comics for you and it doesn't seem like everyone's trying to shut each other down in the same way they are in comics in comics in like paper comics it's like oh if you don't espouse the same opinion as me i will shut you down shut you down and if you read these comics i read a few of them some of them are like so mind-bendingly bad they appear to be parody i saw a i saw a panel from a, a page from a new comic that vertigo are putting out that is just it reads like complete parody. This guy goes into a school classroom and people are like, are you a racist? Prove how you're not a racist. And he's like, I can't be a racist. I'm a Mexican. And they're like, oh, okay, you're cool then. And it's like, the, it's not a piss take. It's real. It's just fucking creepy. <laughs> fucking creepy. Man. But uh, anyway, shouts out to Andu Sundoku. Thank you for the super chat. It says, if you could either nine to five it and keep eating steak or risk your wealth, I think you mean health, maybe, to make music, which would you choose? Or in other words, how much money is your creativity worth? Thanks, Akira. Okay, I see what you mean. Um, the answer to this is short-term thinking is always the wrong thinking. So the short-term thing on this is, okay, I've got, uh, I've got a job. It pays me enough to eat steak every day. Uh, but... I hate this job and it's just it's, it's destroying me like mentally and, and my soul is being crushed and I'm angry all the time and I'm, I'm being mean to my to my wife and children or whatever because I'm pissed off all the time and this that, and the other and it's like here's this there's this thing I'm really good at and this thing I love and I could risk it all and try and make money on that but there's no guarantee there's no guarantee but there's also no guarantee that sticking to the job isn't going to destroy you and you could be sat there with a steak every day but everything else is fucked. So you got your steak, but you, you, your family's fucked. Your relationship with your children is fucked. Your mental health is fucked, right? So uh, you know you got, it's just the risk thing. And short, the short term, the short term is always the bad one. You got to think long term on everything. You got to th- think big picture on everything. And the big picture is, is like you can find a way in the modern world of of making money out of anything. You know, 
what was it um peterson said about you found out a way of sj of, of uh, monetizing sjw's that's exactly what ethan van scriver did with the whole comicsgate thing he's like all right there's all these people who are trying to destroy my livelihood because uh I don't think exactly the same as them. And then he worked out a way of making money out of them <laughs> by setting up his own like campaign. And, and yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the arguments against the, co- against the comics gate thing are like, Oh, a lot of those people are just buying those comics to like say, fuck you to the SJWs. Yeah, that's true. And like, and you basically tried to get a, go- to get a whole bunch of people lose their livelihoods. That's what you did. You were like deplatform, demonetize. These people need to lose their jobs. That hey, like fuck you. That's a discussion. Like fuck you. How dare you? Then these same people are all upset about the James Gunn thing. It's like motherfucker, you created these fucking rules. You created this world. You live by the sword, right? You well, yeah. You know the fucking rest, motherfucker. So uh, yeah. Um, yeah, well, anyway, in answer to that question, yeah, you got to risk it, baby. Risk it all. Risk it, risk it, risk it, risk it, risk it, risk it. Because uh, it's a long life. Some people say life is short. I would say that life is long. And uh, you want to be enjoying it, man. You want to be every day. Every, you want every day to be, uh, you, you know, like I was saying, meaning is the motivation. All right. So, uh, and you have to go through, through, through some hard times, man. You will. You will. I've been going, I went through fucking decades. <laughs> And I'm still, you know, but I'm coming out. It's cool. It's like, you'll go through hard times, man. You you will go through hard times, but it will be worth it. It will be worth it. All right. But if you, if you like uh, take the easy option, it's like the thing with health and fitness or whatever. I saw your boy, Alexander J. Cortez tweet something about this. Like, it's like, oh man, like going to the gym is too hard. It's too hard. Do you know what's hard? Hard is eating shit and not exercising and becoming obese and depressed and sad and tired that's hard imagine like you you're fucking carrying around all that sorrow and weight and sickness every day your whole life that's hard shit will crush you into the ground that's hard actually the easy thing to do is fucking get off your ass fucking run up a hill fucking eat a steak or whatever drink some water that's actually in the long term the easy thing it's crazy but it's, it's, it seems opposite you know if you ever if you ever have like uh, a choice between two things and uh, one of them is like hard. One of them instantly is like, oh, that seems hard. That's the one you got to do. That's the one you got to do. So, yeah, that's my answer to that. Teresa the Kid, the new Betty and Veronica comics are all SJW tropes climate change, anti white, anti rich, anti male, anti heteronormative. That's a shame. Whatever. Here's the thing, you know, man, like these motherfuckers be killing themselves anyway. You're out here, like, fuck. Out here espousing this hateful shit this anti anti anti-humanity divisive shit like people don't like it they don't want it they don't pay for it what's the what do they say get work go broke that seems to be an amusing maxim at the moment because it's true because it's true it's true motherfucker people don't want to buy that shit people don't want to pay money to be called to be insulted people don't want to pay money to have their their families and their and their culture like mocked to their faces weirdly enough who to thunk it who to thunk it but guess what people do want to spend their money on stuff so that if you offer them some shit that's fucking edifying to their soul some shit that makes them feel good some shit that's helpful in their lives they'll go spend money on that bam 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 well socialism is such a terrible idea and that's why like certain people want it so much because it's like well in that system we can just fucking force our shit on you and you can't do anything about it so there so there existential delights says what advice would you give to someone eager to to develop eager to develop a better work ethic 
Uh, yeah, well, this kind of ties in what of what I say all the time, but fucking meaning is the motivation. So it helps to be working on something that's meaningful to you, and then then you don't need it. You then you just want to do it. Then you're eager to do it. Uh, but you know, the other thing is, um, uh, if you think you think about future you, think about that guy. I saw a great meme the other day. Someone had posted on was it Reddit? Shower thoughts. Uh, future you is talking shit about you right now. <laughs> Which is funny, because it's true. You in the future is definitely talking shit about you right now, because you right now is not as good as you in the future, if, you, if you're doing things right. Uh, and then someone replied to that and said, ha ha, joke's on him, I'm going to fuck his life up. <laughs> and that's some real shit. So, uh, yeah, you know, you basically constantly in constant negotiation with future you, so like, and you want life to be good for future you because you right now is dealing with the uh, the fallout from uh, former you, right? In some shape or form. Um, and also, but then the, the you know, so there's that. And then the thing to bear in mind that also there's only present you. That's the only you that ever exists in your experience. It's like you're not going to, you don't know future you and you don't know past you really. You know you, you, and that you, you is all that's ever going to be. So uh, you want to make things nice for you, you. So fucking work hard, man. <laughs> Because, like, it's worth it. It's going to make shit better. It's going to make shit better. It's going to make everything better. Like, every to every bit of effort you put into anything, whether it's your love life, whether it's your sex life, whether it's your, your work, when you put the fucking work in, it makes everything better. And you combined, it just makes the world fucking glisten. It makes shit magical. It makes experience glorious. And you want a glorious experience, right? Why fuck around? Why get out of bed otherwise? Like, why get out of bed if you're not going to go and give, every, give it your all and just be the baddest motherfucker you can be? Why bother? Why bother? Why fuck around? Fucking, let's do it. It's amazing. We're at this fucking brilliant point at the fucking peak of recorded human civilization. And uh, we have every opportunity to, to fucking get it, to do it, to have it. So, yes. Yes, that's what I would say. Uh, what up, Instagram people? Hi. Hi. Uh, people are buying the pussy melt a guitar pedal to say fuck you to SJWs for complaining about the name. Exactly! Exactly! Oh, man, I saw people complaining about the fucking pussy melt. Shut up. Shut up. Is it Steel Panther's guitar pedal that's called Pussy Melter? And people are complaining about that? Complain, motherfucker. You'll, you will sell a lot. You will sell, you're going to sell so many fucking Pussy Melter fucking pedals. It's like someone, that fucking prick, some prick journalist was complaining about Trump taking a photo with some bikers and one of the bikers had a t-shirt on that said um, tits and guns or something. Like, A is funny. B, that's a great t-shirt. I want that t-shirt. C, it's like, when did you people become fucking Mary Whitehouse? When did you people become the fucking neo-New Puritans? The fucking arbiters of what's acceptable? You motherfuckers should be out there fucking telling women to fucking pull socks up so people can't see their ankles next. That's literally where these motherfuckers are going with this whole line of thought. And it's just such a creepy, creepy thing. It's like, how dare you tell me what to do? How dare you tell me what to wear? How dare you tell me what I can call my guitar pedal? How dare you tell me that the concept of something, of a pussy melter is a bad thing, by the way. By the way, melting pussies is fucking great. It's a useful thing. It's a useful thing. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Existential Delight says I needed that advice. Thank you, Akira. Hashtag he's got clout. That's a good hashtag, by the way. I've been enjoying seeing it all over the place. It's a great thing. I need to answer some more goddamn questions. Okay, guess what? Um, yeah, Instagram, it's about to end. It's been an hour nearly, an hour. 
So uh, get your asses over to YouTube. I'm going to do this for another half hour. You're getting another half hour today. That's what's up. Because uh, I really haven't answered enough questions. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you. And we need to uh, set the time, don't we? We need to set the time. Um, yeah, so anyway. Uh, what advice would you give, eccentric naturalist asks, to someone who knows what adventure they're supposed to be on but can't seem to sacrifice what's necessary? Sorry. <laughs> can't seem to sacrifice what's necessary in order to stay on the track. Well, I mean, that's kind of the same as, as the previous. Dude, it's just like, if you don't, think what happens if you don't. If you don't sacrifice what's necessary in order to stay on the track, your life will be shit. Your life will be shit. It will be awash with suffering and horror. And you'll be sad. And everyone around you will fucking suffer as a result. And it will just be rubbish. And that's not what you want. You want a glorious life that inspires everyone around you to their own glorious life. That's what you want to do. You want to be a beacon. A beacon. Yes. Hey, Instagram. We're, we're, we're leaving. Bye, Instagram. It's been real. It's been beautiful. Uh, yeah. You know, just don't fucking... Don't forget, man, how important you are. How important you are in your community. How important you are to everyone around you. I got a free coffee again today. I get free coffees all the fucking time, right? And I got a free coffee because I walked into my coffee shop. And I'm, uh, I'm listening to this Theo Vaughn, Joey Diaz podcast. I'm laughing my ass off because it's wonderful. And uh, I walk in. I'm like... And I just greet everyone in there. What up, you bad motherfuckers? How you doing? Blah, 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 you know. How, how are you, Kira? Oh, I'm fucking... It's a beautiful day to be alive, man. It was fucking joyful. Look at, the, look at this beautiful world. And uh, they're like, yeah, man. Uh, and have a free coffee. Because you just, you just brighten up our lives, Akira the Don. We just love seeing you. You come into our coffee shop and you're always so happy and like, you, you know, you're positive and shit. And here's a free coffee. Boom. Uh, you know how many free coffees I got yesterday? Two. Two. I got two free coffees yesterday. Right? Just for like, just, just walking around being me. Just walking around like being like, shit, look at this beautiful fucking world. Look at this beautiful fucking sky. Look at this shit. Damn, son. Damn. Damn. You know, they give you free coffee for that. That's fucking cool. That's fucking nice, you know. So, yeah. Did that answer your question? I don't know. <laughs> Not your problem says I want to be your beacon. That sounds like an Iggy Pop song. I'm with that. I'm with that. Yo, yo, yo. Andrew Sudondoku says, I'm at my desk right now. I'm tempted to just pack it up and bail. What, your job? Well, you know, there's, uh, I've done that so many times. But, you know, when I was doing that initially, I didn't have a wife and a kid. Well, then they're saying that I had a wife and a kid, and that's when I was like, do you know what, fuck it, let's move to America with no job and no nothing. <laughs> and uh, that's what we did. I was like, yo, okay. And that worked out, you know. That worked out. That totally worked out. I would say if you don't have any dependents, then definitely. Fuck it. You know? Gary V might be different. I've heard, him, I've heard him talk about this, and he's like, you know, his thing is like, work the job. But then all your free time work on your side hustle, i.e. the thing that you really want to be your main thing. He's, he's like, you know, it's uh, 24 hours, right, in a day. You sleep for six hours. I would say you need to sleep for seven or eight, to be honest. But, uh, you know, that leaves 16 hours, shall you say. If you've got a day job, that's eight hours. That still leaves eight hours. You know, like, there's a lot you can do with those eight hours. That's true. That's true. But at the same time, if you don't, and he's like, you know, you can then put the money from the job into the new business and stuff like that. That's true as well. The other side of that is like, uh, 
you got 18 hours of the day why not put them all into your thing and it might you might go it might be really hard initially and you might suffer in some regard but like all of your energy could be going into your thing and uh maybe you'll get there faster that way i don't know what the answer is i do not know i know what i did and uh that's worked for me but it, it did take a while and i have suffered my family suffered. <laughs> you know we've been through some shit we've been through some shit you know fucking i've been homeless and shit like uh like I had some fucked up shit happen whatever we're cool we're cool though we're cool I wouldn't change it the orchestra says Joseph Campbell wave yeah man that's on my list baby uh, yeah that's an important part of the puzzle uh, the eccentric naturalist says I think my problem's been solved thank you so much for that oh good good I'm glad it could help from chaos to order how do you think about the matrix well i think the matrix is one of the great movies of all time one of the most influential movies of all time i like to think of it as a sequel to the terminator and it works really well in that regard and you know also it was sort of 45 percent stolen from my homie grant morrison's masterwork the invisibles which is one of the great works of literature of our time and if you haven't read that you should definitely read that and if you like the matrix then you will love the invisibles man so go read that shit it's fucking fantastic uh slant Bartifast says i left my dream job at spacex to be with my kids in colorado there you go man you found you found the mo the the meaning the meaning for you was there that was the motivation that's what you did so big up you man big up you proud of you good luck good luck and uh, enjoy your family, man. Because, like, yeah. I fucking love my family. I fucking love my family. I fucking love my family. I literally actually then just got a little little teary thing just thinking about how much I love my family. How much I love my wife. How much I love my son. What, what, what a wonderful thing it is to have. Yeah. Okay. YouTube hero Alex says, uh, Jimmy Dory made this statement during his recent appearance on Joe Rogan's podcast pertaining to Alex Jones being removed from social media. We have to recognize that the way we organize as a society, our town squares are now owned by corporations that need to be regulated. Like, you can't deny service to somebody. I'm wondering what you think about that statement. Do you believe regulating these platforms is the best way forward to protect people from censorship? Or do you believe it would be counterproductive, as in a lot of people would seem to believe that any regulation would worsen the problem? This is one of the big questions of our age, is it not? Is it not? And the uh, one way of looking at it is uh, they regulate phones, right? Has that fucked up phones? If I get on a phone, right, and I'm like, hey, yo, uh, and I just say some ridiculous shit that's completely untrue, do they then say, right, you're not allowed to use phones ever again? They do not. That would be weird and creepy. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Now, I've seen the argument. It's like, oh, that's not the fucking same. Because, like, on a, a social media thing, that's, that's like a publisher, right? You can go on there and say some crazy shit, and it's not one person who knows it. It's, it's a million. It's eight million. It's 12. Different thing. Different thing, Akira the Don. You can't say that. That's not true. Yeah, I see that argument. But uh, if everyone else has got that access... And they can say they're crazy shit. Who's deciding what the crazy shit is? Who gets to decide what's crazy and what's not crazy? Who gets to decide? Uh, you know, Round Earth was a conspiracy theory once. Round Earth was a crazy conspiracy theory. Who gets to decide? Do we vote on them? Do we vote on the people who decide what's crazy and what's not crazy? 
it's easy to go, oh, well, it's obviously that one thing that Alex Jones said was obviously completely crazy. Was it obviously completely crazy? You don't fucking know. You're like, yeah, I know. Yeah, you don't know. Actually, you do not know. You do not know. And also, so fucking what? Are you a child? You need protection? Can you not work things out for yourself? Do you not have personal responsibility to do your own research and things of that nature? Ah, but it incited. It incited people to hassle these people. Yeah, it did. And uh, if they break the law, then they will get arrested, those people. And it's not nice. It's not fucking nice. Life isn't nice. Fucked up shit happens. What are we going to sort of ban things but to stop fucked up shit happening? You go, like... It's not going to, A, it's not going to work because fucked up shit is going to happen all the time as a result of everything you do. Everything you do will lead to some consequences and some of those consequences will be some fucked up shit. Every time you fix a problem, it creates another problem, right? So what are you going to do? Not fix problems? Then what? Like the eventuality of this is, is the destruction of everything and sitting on top of a mountain. And maybe you would be happy doing that. I saw Alan Watts said something about like the best thing in life is to sit on a rock and think. Maybe that's the case. But Alan Watts died an alcoholic. Maybe he didn't have all the answers, you know? Uh, yeah, this, so my, my thought on this stuff is, is, you know, you either believe in free speech or you don't. I, I, personally, my personal thing is that it is that simple. It's either free speech for everybody about everything or not. That's it. That's honestly it for me. Uh, yeah, so that's where I stand on that one personally. And, uh, you know, the onus is on us as a society, if there's a fucking hateful idea or a wrong idea, then it's up to us to show why it's wrong and hateful or whatever the fuck, to have a better idea and to also live lives that demonstrate that uh, embodying those ideas is beneficial. This is where the anti-Trump people really fuck up because the anti-Trump people are as a mass just this sort of miserable, screaming, rageful, hyperbolic, lunatic bunch of nutbags from the outside they just don't look like a group that you want to be a part of they don't look like they're having a happy life they don't look like their way of life is a particularly good way of life so from a distance if you're not really paying attention if you're like going all right who should i listen to you're like what those fucking people look like look at them they're fucking fat and ill and they've got bad beard density and like no their ideas must be bad ideas so like you know Live in such a way that it, that it, it seems appealing to people from a distance to be like you, like that your ideas are so good that may, they make your life better and they make the lives of those around you better and so and so on and so forth. That's a good way of doing it. And then people like, well, those motherfuckers, those guys, like those evil guys, like look at them, they're, like they're fucking whatever, say the stereotypical, like, basement-dwelling Nazi or whatever, it's like, well, there's not ever going to be that many of them because it doesn't look like... It's not very attractive. It's not a very attractive way of life. And aside, you know, not... And it's not because, like, people... You get punched by the radical... By Antifa. It's because you fucking live in a basement and you haven't got a girlfriend and, like, fucking... Your life is shit and, like, you look unhealthy and stuff like that. Those people... Those people are always very unhealthy. Um... It's like that shit doesn't exist. That's the thing. That shit doesn't exist. It's not like I'm walking through fucking LA fucking like unable to move for fucking skinheads. It's like it's not real. God damn it. It's not real. This big threat, this big 
I I think I saw more articles, and I don't even read the news. These things got shoved at me. I saw more articles about Nazis in Charlottesville than actual Nazis in Charlottesville exist. What does that say to you? It's fucking creepy, man. Uh, yeah, anyway. Anyway... Happy Slazy Barty Fast says, That's what makes you a true motherfucking American. I'm so glad you and you imported ourselves to our shores, revolution forgiven. DW Nem, I just came into Akira implying that Flat Earth is real. Has he lost the plot? That's why context is important, right? You step into a conversation at a certain point and, and it looks like you're saying, someone's saying all sorts of weird shit. <laughs> anyway. Um, are you wearing a fake nose under those goggles? That's a good question. The answer is no. I will take these off now. And look, oh, life isn't pink anymore. Life isn't pink. How about that? Who'd have thunk it? You live your life in pink long enough, you just assume that life is pink. But you take these off, it's fucking not pink. It's not pink. Holy shit. Anyway, I should really answer some more questions. Yes. Yes. ATD, bringer of source. I'm a producer. I love some advice, says Josh Face. You could even make a video part of your Ask Akira series. Oh, I suppose I could. He says, I can make good, decent instrumental music, but my vocals always sound dry in the mix. What's your process? What tips do you have for vocal processing? All right, uh, how can I answer this in such a way it's useful to anyone else who doesn't make music? All right, one thing I do is uh, I add EQ to make it brighter. I give it a brightness. I give it a sparkle that doesn't exist in the other aspects of the music. Therefore, it's differentiated from the other stuff. And you can do that in your life. You can do that with yourself. You could give yourself a sparkle that differentiates you from the rest of the world. If you haven't got a girlfriend and you want a girlfriend, if you haven't got a boyfriend, you want a boyfriend, one way you could uh, make yourself more attractive is by giving yourself a sparkle that other people do not have. Another thing I do is I, I use, I use uh, EQ uh, side chaining to uh, duck the music out of the way of the vocal. So when the vocal hits, the frequency range that the vocal uh, dwells in is uh, removed from the music so that, so that the music has its own, so the vocal has its own space within the music. And you can, again, you can do that in your life. You can go, okay, I want, the best bit of advice my former manager ever gave me was, uh, he said, you know, if, if something is lacking in your life, you've got to make room in your life for what you want to come in. You've got to make room in your life for what you want to come into your life. I thought, shit, that's a great point. And uh, next week, I sacked him. That's a fucking true story, by the way. And I love that guy. He remains my homie to this day. And, um, yeah. <laughs> but that's real shit. So I hope that answered your question in such a fashion that was also useful to other people listening who are not music producers. Yes. Brian says, I've got rid of acid reflux meds by eating a banana when I wake up to soak up the acid. Hey, well done. I've been eating trace amounts of sugar and carbs for the last few months. In the last week, I've slipped and my body has triggered an inflammatory response. What do you do to cleanse after that? Well, the simple answer to that is fucking eat a damn steak and drink some water. Boom. Easy. Simple answer to that. Now, you know, if you wanted to get complicated with it, what you could do is go out and drink a lot of tequila. Like a lot. Like a lot of tequila. And uh, what will happen is, is you'll, you'll have fun and then you might make some regrettable decisions. But uh, if you drink enough tequila, like later on, you, you will vomit, <laughs> right? And you'll have a very special kind of vomit. 
This is a vomit that can only be gotten when you've got incredible acid reflux and a lot of tequila in your system. And what will happen is your whole body will vomit. Your feet will vomit. Like every aspect of you will vomit from the inside out. And then there is a foundation for you to build upon. And after that point, only put steak and water in your body. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm saying that. Try that. Try that and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Okay. A little time left. Do you feel that existential delight says do you feel that jordan peterson is actually doing with western ideas what alan watts did for the west with eastern ideas the answer is yes yes that's what i think is going on that's what he's doing that is what he's doing because uh it's funny when uh alan watts was around he was introducing to the west eastern ideas and the west at that point had all their western ideas as their foundation and their culture and these eastern ideas were like new and what is this now we're at the point where uh the western foundational ideas are actually foreign to a large amount of people in the West. They don't know them. They haven't been taught them. And uh, if they know anything of them, they, they think they're bad and evil. They've like had this vague idea that like, Christianity is like, for retards and is just awash with superstition and nonsense and has no, no use in contemporary society. That's uh, a, a generation or two generations have been told that. You know? And uh, yeah, that's a crazy thing to be. Imagine the craziness of, of being in a culture in which you're taught that your very culture is evil and useless. What would that do to you spiritually? I think, we've, I think we know. I think we've seen. D.W. Neem. Rhymes with Neem. Might be D.W. Neem. Yo, what's your opinion on Straight Edge? Yo, Straight Edge is, uh, yeah, that's some useful shit, man. If you want to be in a certain state of being. You know, that's some useful shit. That ties in someone else said, have you ever had any problem with drinking drugs? If I was straight edge, I wouldn't have a problem with drinking drugs, apart from that I don't have any drink or drugs. So straight edge, it's like, straight edge is like a rule, right? It's like if you have discipline, it's discipline. It's what straight edge is. It's discipline. And discipline is like a cheat. Discipline makes things easier. Discipline makes things easier. Organize your life. I'm quoting Dead Prez there. But it does. Discipline just makes shit easy, man. It's like if you know what you're doing and, you, and th there's no way around that, then you do it. It's like that question someone asked earlier about uh, how to stay you know, working hard or whatever. It's like, well, if you're disciplined, you don't, you don't have any fucking question. There's no question, so therefore it's easy. This is why Jocko is obviously a great person to have in your life on your Instagram feed or whatever because that motherfucker be posting a picture of his watch at 4 a.m. every morning and says, get after it, and that's what he does. So, you know, he's straight edge in, in regard to whatever he is. Straight edge, I would say, is like, you know, that's just discipline, and discipline's useful. So, yeah, big up those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the best way to attain discipline, in your view? The best way to attain discipline is to be disciplined. There's fucking, there's no way, there's no way around it. There's no cheat codes. You just do it. Do it. Do it. Just do it. Go, all right, I'm doing it. Hey, start small. Okay, start small. Some people get overwhelmed. Choose one aspect in your life to get disciplined with and do that until it becomes a habit. The trick is turning things into habits. That's what it is. Because your life is just composed of a bunch of habit loops. That's the one thing Westworld got right. Uh, your life is a bunch of habit loops. You know? And uh, the older you get, the more habit loops you have in your life. And that's why life feels like it's speeding up. Because once you're, a thing is a habit loop, 
you're not really paying attention to it with uh, your your front consciousness, your main consciousness. It's kind of more subconscious. So it's like you're fast forwarding through your life. That's why it's important to uh, switch up your habits. That's why it's important to to move to a different place or take a different route to work, things of that nature, because uh, that will slow down life and make life richer for you. And uh, yeah, what you want to do, but what you want to do with discipline is like take a thing and turn it into a habit and then add to it add another one add another one add another one it's like um, it's like skills or whatever it's, it's a stupid idea to try and learn five languages at once you know learn one language then add another one then add another one then add another one yes I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy Tom Waits thank you Peter Wensky that's a very wonderful quote I do love it and um, yeah that's some real shit you know the the that's that's there's there's a song on JBP Wave the album the, the JBP Jordan B Peterson's drinking song. The thing with drink, it kind of in response to the have you ever had a problem with drinking drugs? Yeah, booze is fun, man. It's so fun. It's so joyful. Like there's a there's you know there's a there's a utility in booze. Like there's a utility to be found in it. But at the same time, it can destroy you. And I've had it destroy people in my life. It killed my uncle. You know? I, uh, if you ask, have you had problems with drinking drugs? Yeah. I've, like, done stuff. I've fucked up opportunities because of drinking, because of allowing myself to be drinky drugging. I've definitely done that. I mean, I did that as recently as last week. Last week, I got drunk by accident. And then I fucked up my Sunday. Like, I was less productive on that Sunday than I otherwise would have been. And right now, I'm, like, in my... I'm trying to be as hyperproductive as possible as, like, every fucking second counts. Like, going an extra half hour on this live stream, that's going to have consequences, man. It's going to have consequences. Yo! Yo! <laughs> and, you know, you got to deal with that. you got to pay for that stuff, you know? Nothing is free. Everything has a price. So it's like when you're when you get you know when you're getting fucked up today you're taking from tomorrow so it's just like you know when you're bargaining with future you tomorrow it's like well am I cool with that because the future me tomorrow is actually me today in a sense yeah. when committing yourself to the creative process Val de Pau wants to know do you deal with perfectionism ever blocking your path yo it's a good question I used to and uh, what you have to do that's why I set firm deadlines and just stick to them because for example this JBP Wave album it's a wonderful album it's classic it's a masterpiece if I had not got this strict deadline that said it had to be finished on Wednesday and it had to be out on Friday if I hadn't done that I'd still be working on it now because I could be tinkering with that motherfucker for a long time like certain swooshy sounds or like the the, 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 the sort of tinkle of a, of a chime I could spend hours fucking with that shit to make it perfect in another universe, all I do is fucking tinkle with time chats, chime sounds from my first fucking album and it hasn't come out yet. So what you have to do is you have to set uh, deadlines and just stick to them. That's what you have to do. Because perfection doesn't even exist. It's like the, 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 the perfect song. I don't even know what that is. Cause what also happens is uh, you, know, you make a song and then a week later you're like, oh fuck, I would have done that bit better. A year later, you're like, oh my God, I would have done all of that better. So it's like, if you keep working on a thing, time is also going to pass. And also, therefore, your idea of what's right is going to change slightly. So you could hypothetically be working on the same thing forever and it never be perfect. So fuck that. Set a deadline, stick to it, fucking move on. Boom. Like a soldier. Like a soldier. Easy. How does one find their creative outlet, per se, when one is interested in almost all aspects of life? Almost. It's as if when you start 
one endeavor, another opens up, and the path keeps changing, which leaves no time to stick to one output. That's the same question. That's the same thing, right? You have to choose. That's okay. In that regard, it's like you have to stick, pick a deadline and stick to it. With this, you have to pick a thing and stick to it. Yeah, the world's full of stuff. That's why that meme of the girl looking at the guy looking at the girl is so popular, because that's everybody with everything. It's like, oh, here's this thing I like. Oh, hang on, here's this other thing. Oh, here's this this piece of pornography. Oh, here's another one. Here's another one. Oh, here's this this uh, occupation. Oh, but here's another one. So what you have to do is just pick a fucking thing and stick to it. Boom. Just pick a thing, stick to it, see what happens. All right. And you have to put. You have to. Uh, you know. You have to commit. You have to commit to some time as well. Okay. So it's like, all right. You know. Uh, you might say, well, I'm going to be a Shaolin monk, and uh, I'm going to go into a monastery for 50 years and never speak. That's a big commitment. You ain't going to make a commitment like that. But at least choose a year. At least say, okay, I'm going to be, you want people to say, hey, this all the time. You want to be a YouTuber. All right, be a YouTuber. Do it every year. Every day for a year. Every day for a year. See what happens. See what happens. And then see where you're at the end. And yeah, the world is full of loads of fucking shit you could do. Just pick one fucking thing and do it. See how you get on. See what that does to you. Discipline is within that. And uh, you're going to need that, motherfucker. Yeah! Yeah. Uh, what's the difference between Meaning Wave and Happy Hardcore? That shit was everywhere in the 90s when I was coming up. <laughs> Whistle Pussy makes some noise. Yeah, I agree. Um, what is the difference between Meaning Wave and Happy Hardcore? Well, we don't have Whistle Pussies, but maybe we should. Maybe we should. Kevin Curran. What do you think the long-term effect is going to be of all these people individually self-actualizing from a shared experience like listening to Meaning Wave on the broader society? Are we going to notice this effect even more as we get a few years removed from what this started? From when this started? Say the Kathy Newman interview. Yeah. Yes. Yes is the answer. Uh, the answer is yes. No, the answer is what the effect is. The effect is phase shift. Pium. Hang on. Fuck. Yeah. Phase shift. Phase shift. That's the effect. That's the effect. All of us, like this many of us, being the best version of ourselves, this many of us being the light in the darkness, this many of us being a fucking example to everyone around us. Holy shit. Holy shit, motherfucker. It's phase shift. That's what it is. It's the chrysalis becoming the butterfly. That's what's going on. Yeah, we will look back at this time and go, holy shit, look at all that stuff that was going on. It was even more important than we thought because the things that you do and that you don't do are far more important than you think. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And every single person, just us, just us, man. It's like, um, it's that thing, if everyone jumps up and down at the same time, could you like lift the uh, White House off the ground? You actually could, motherfucker. Yes, let's lift that White House. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. Javier Miza, Akira, you are the Don. Any chance to get a CD version? Oh, CD version. I used to sell CDs. I didn't know anyone still wanted them. If you want a CD, let me know. Best way of letting me know things is to go to the Discord and do it there because it stays. Otherwise, uh, it gets washed away by other things. Yeah. If enough people want CDs, I'll make that happen. If enough people want vinyl, I'll make that happen. All right? And uh, yes, that's what's up. Shit. 27, 227, we've got three minutes left. Three minutes left. All right, so uh, I'm going to throw this over to the YouTube chat room. If anyone, I think I answered all the initial questions, did I? Maybe. 
uh, whatever. Okay, so yeah, anyone needs to know anything right now? Yes, yes, yes. Eccentric naturalist. We all want CDs of you. You say that. Sammy Bow Selector. Don't forget to announce the drop time. Don't forget. Oh, yeah, good point. Okay, drop time. Drop time! I will say that the drop time is 9 a.m. PST. 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 Genesis is dropping 9 a.m. PST. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. What time is that? What time is 9 a.m. PST? 9 a.m. PST in other countries. What's, what is it? Oh. <laughs> Yo, what is it? What is it? Does anyone know? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's... Oh, fuck, I don't know. I don't know what PDT is. I don't know what any of this stuff is. But whatever, work it out. 9 a.m. PST. I'll post a thing on the community section. I'll post a thing on the Discord. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I might post a preview song in the Discord. How about that? How about that? How about that? 9 a.m. PST. JBP Wave the album. Yeah! Alex Gray says he wants CDs. Must have something tangible. Yeah? Okay. Okay. DW Neem, we live in a crazy age where one of the top five motivational personalities in my life is a psychedelic internet DJ. No one could have predicted this. I know, right? Fuck. That's what I think. I think that all the time. But that's, you know, we're, we're, in, a, we're, in, the, we're in a new world. We're in a new thing. It's different now. It's different. It's never going to be the same. Never going to be the same. Never going to be the same. Never. 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 If you do have one, what's your favorite YouTube channel? Well, I'm a big, big fan of... Uh, YouTube.com slash Akira the Don. Do you know why? He's got clout. That's why, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to thank you for being here. I've been Akira the Don. I've been. Akira the Don. You've been. You've been wonderful. That's what you've been. You've been fucking wonderful. Fucking wonderful. And uh, yeah, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Shout out to the Mod Squad. Thank you for doing your fucking thing out there. Shout out to. Uh, to Peppers for sending through the questions. Shouts out YouTube hero Alex, just fucking holding it down like a G, like a G, like an absolute fucking G. And uh, yeah, go join the Discord if you're not in the Discord. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Jordan Maxim, yes, the album's going to be on iTunes. Yes, it's going to be on Spotify. Yes, it's going to be on Google Play. Yes, it's going to be everywhere you want to fucking hear it because that's what we're doing here. That's what we're doing. We're taking these fucking concepts. We're taking these ideas. We're putting them in, in, in wherever it is that you, you want them. Wherever it is, they will be most useful to you, most accessible to you, most powerful to you, most powerful in your life. Okay? That's what we're doing. And uh, do you know why we're doing it? We're doing it because meaning is the wave. Meaning is the wave. Meaning is the motivation. And it's the fucking best time to be alive in recorded human history. You fucking savages. Let's go. Tomorrow is the day. It's going to be a beautiful day. It's going to be even better than today. It really, really is. I promise you. Let's fucking get it. I love you guys. I'm fucking out of here.